Hey everyone, welcome back to Pencils and Lipstick. This is episode 197 and I'm Kat Caldwell and this week I have with me Katya. She um, works with Mibble Art and they are a book cover design so company and I've actually worked with them. So I'm really excited to have Katya come and talk to us about what she does over at Mibble Art. Hi Katya, how are you? Hi everyone, it's such a pleasure to be here and I'm very excited about this podcast episode about book covers. Yes, I'm very excited too. This is this is something we know is important, but the, I haven't found a ton of information about it and I find it difficult <laughs> to decide on my book cover, so I'm excited to talk to you. Um, before we get into that, would you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course. So as uh, you've heard, my name is Katya. I'm an account manager of MibleArt. It's a book cover design company that is based in Ukraine. And we provide such services for independent authors and publishers as book cover design, logo design, interior formatting, and uh, marketing materials uh, design. Uh, a little bit about me. I finished, the, I got the degree in China in business administration. So it was kind of cool. Like I found this job, which is, uh, which relates to my major as well. And um, what else about me? Uh, my hobbies, my biggest hobbies are graphic design. I like uh, outdoor activities like hiking or diving. If there is this, there's oh, this really? year. Wow. Yeah. And oh. mm? and you're quite well traveled then. So you studied um where did you grow up? Uh in Ukraine. In Ukraine and then you went to China for university. Yeah, I know wow. it's kind of crazy idea but <laughs> Actually our whole staff is from Ukraine. Okay. Uh, at Mibel Art. Okay. And um, are you guys in Ukraine now or are you outside of Ukraine? Uh, most of our staff is in Ukraine now, but oh, wow. I've decided to leave the country because of the war. Yeah. And uh, right now I'm in Poland. It's okay. not so far from Ukraine. Not too far. Okay. Is everyone okay though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, yeah. That's terrible things happen in the world. And at the same time, you have to keep working, which is like a lot to keep up with, I'm sure. And just like stressful. Um yeah, but we got so much support from the indie com uh, indie authors yeah. community. We were like really overwhelmed, and it like in a good sense, and it really helped us to like keep working and like designing the covers because uh, like this all the support, it kind of reminded us what what we are like living for, working yeah. for. So like yeah, we really we, we really appreciate it. Oh, that's really good to hear. You never know, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> if people care outside of their own bubble. So that's really good to hear. Um, when did you guys, when did Mibble Art start? How old is it? Uh, it turned seven years this summer. Okay. okay. So it started, oh, my math is so bad, 2016. Yeah, I'm not so great at math either. <laughs> seven years sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I guess 16. Okay, so you guys have survived covid and now you're surviving the war like you yeah. guys are going to be like veterans by the time everything so hopefully settles down um so i i think i i'm not sure how i found mibble it must have been advertisement maybe do you guys advertise on social media that might be how i found it 
Yeah, yeah, we have a marketing team who uh, who works on ad uh, advertisement on social medias, and I myself post covers as well, and just like uh, showing the works of our designers. Yeah. Like I need to like be honest. I really like uh, browsing their portfolios uh, <laughs> like every month and just sneaking what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, you get like a sneak peek into everything. Uh, the one thing that really drew me to Mibble Art because I have I have worked, you know with quite a few different designers. I've redone, redone covers on my books, so I don't have that many books, um, but I've redone them as well, <laughs> the covers and figured that out as well. But one thing that drew me to Mibble Art was like the, um, you have the designer and then you have someone talking between you and the designer. So I think that's a good idea just for like personal feelings, you know, like to stay professional because art is personal, right? Like both the writer and the designer is maybe that's just me making that up. But also you guys are so not offended when you ask like for something to be changed. And I think that's part of Mibble Art is like you you don't have to accept the first or the second rendition. Like you just keep talking it through and trying to get it to be a really great cover. There's not like a limit, I guess. Um, to yeah. ask him for tweaks, right? Yes, you are absolutely right. And actually, this is one of the things why authors love working with Mibble Art because we provide uh, unlimited revisions. So yes. you can change it like how much time you want. And because, um, yeah, like we just want you to have the best results. So why not? Yeah. And, right. As you said, we have project managers who deal with uh, emails and like all these workflow questions because we want our designers to be completely uh, in creative field and they, we don't want them to deal with um, emails like, when is my cover is going to be ready? Why are you not <laughs> replying? Uh, or some other things, you know? Right. Um, yeah, so this really helps. Yes, I think it's a really good idea. Um, I have worked with designers through Fiverr before and they're, I think they have an issue where um, Fiverr makes them like respond within a certain amount of time, which I think puts a lot of pressure on them. And then it gets, not that they're bad designers, like they're good, but I think just that pressure on them like makes them have to work faster. And I just have really enjoyed the experience of like life happens to me and then life might happen to the designer. I'm not, I also know to come well before I need the cover. <laughs> like I've learned that <laughs> lesson. Um, but, you know, just saying like, I'm sorry, I don't like that color, you know, and the project manager being able to say, that's okay. You know, I think um, for my first book, it was Nadia and she's like, that's okay. Well, like, let's try another one. Or I think I changed the font like 10 times because I couldn't, yeah, <laughs> couldn't decide because <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. So, what have you seen um, as I, I mean, I could talk about what I find hard, but what have you seen um, in, in sort of between the author and there's this cover and there's genre to think about and, and trends and all that, what is the hardest thing to sort of decide to, when it comes to, to creating a cover? Uh, for the authors or for the designer? Well, let's go with the authors first. 
for them, it's they have to understand the point of the book cover. Because mm. a lot of authors, they think that a book cover just has to be pretty, and that's all. And okay. uh, it, unless they like it, like it's okay, it's a pretty image with some text. However, it has to. They have to understand that the point of the book cover is to be the marketing tool. The cover has to sell your book. You're not. You're not a painter or an artist. Yeah. You are a writer. So, uh, it serves to. Uh, two goals to sell your book and of course if uh, it sells your book it means that it's uh, like an attractive cover and has good visuals so some like authors who might want to try to design their own cover who don't have any experience in book cover design or in general in graphic design they might want to show too many things on the cover like mm. I want to show this and that, and then the cover becomes just overcluttered. Yes, right. maybe there are all the more important elements of their book, but the reader might not get the message. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> Should yeah, they like it or not? Yeah. Should I buy this book? What is this about? Like, why? Because we do judge a book by its cover, right? Even if yes, the saying totally. goes not to. <laughs> so we need to, do, we need to really see it more like a marketing tool more than, um, to our personal taste, I guess. Yes, because also the taste of the author, it can be different from the target audience taste. If the yeah. author thinks this choice is, uh, is good, it might not resonate with the public and they just might not feel that this is what they will, will like and they will not buy it. This is like the, the bad thing. Uh, another thing is if the author wants to publish a book just solely for themselves, for example, or it's the gift for someone, then I would say don't care about the cover because as mm -hmm. long as you like it. But if you want to turn it into a business, then you need to actually do your research, the market research, what genre demands, invest some money if you feel you don't have certain skills. And uh, then you can see the profit from it. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that that's one thing many authors will eventually learn that it's a business, right? Like it is a product. Yeah. It's an artistic business, but it is still a business. So we want the ideal reader to see like to be attracted to the cover but not because it's pretty but because it's it calls forth like what the book might be about right like that might interest me um yes yeah so like if it's harry potter you're going to want to see a wand because you like reading about wizards or you might you know maybe you haven't before but that intrigues you like or a thriller cover is going to have something maybe blood or I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> don't right. Like, yeah, yeah. It has to evoke some emotions. Okay. Um, and yeah, different genres, they will evoke different emotions. If horror cover evokes warm, affection, affectionate feelings, then there is a problem. This, it's yes. not your target audience. <laughs> yes. This has happened to me, actually. When I was very young, I picked up a, a book thinking that it was something. And I got to the very end of the book and was like, I think that was a horror book. Like, I don't think that was not what I expected. And I was very confused the entire book. Um, so you don't want that because I have no idea what that book even was or what, who the writer is um, because I was too confused. So does an author need to know these things before they come to Mibble Art or is there like, is there a way for them to find out through you guys? Like, do they need to know the genre and, and sort of the idea of the book cover before they, I guess, fill out the form? Uh, they certainly have to know the genre, 
because the designer will do the research on a certain genre. Okay. And we also assign uh, this particular project to a designer who special specializes in the this genre. So we don't want okay. to assign it to a wrong uh, person. Not then they're not like specialists in graphic design, but uh, like our designers, they have a couple of primarily genre they work in and also like secondary genres. Okay. There is, I don't think there is a designer who can do the excellent job in every single genre because uh, it's uh, like different niches and it requires different kind of research for every single mm -hmm. genre. Uh, so yeah, the author has to be sure about the genre, genre. but if they don't know what they want on the cover, then it's not a problem because it's actually the work for the designer. Oh, and okay. From from here, there is the the dilemma. Mm -hmm. What do you want? Like, do you want to give a complete freedom to your designer to design a cover, or you want to not do it and just do your research and come with the idea you, you you have? Okay, so you can come with both. You can come with here's the genre, please figure it out, and you can come with this is my idea specifically for the cover. Like, but what if they have the wrong idea? for the cover uh <laughs> you mean the, designer or the for author? the author what if the author is like i want to do a card like i guess right now rom-com and even a couple other genres are like very uh they're graphic instead of mm -hmm. um photos like what if they think that they want that sort of cover idea and um it's wrong for the genre uh, yeah, so here's the thing that we work with self-publishing authors and they come to us to uh, have the work for hire. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, of course, this is our um, our work to advise, us, advise them if the idea will not work. But by the end of the day, if the author is really really believes in their idea they really want this kind of cover we have nothing to do but follow them because okay. um, yeah i mean the author has to be satisfied with the cover sure. of course we can uh, consult them to uh, explain why this certain idea will not work for this genre why they shouldn't do it but you know some people if they're like truly like they really want it we we have nothing uh, <laughs> we will just do, like right? do the work <laughs> Yes. Right, right. They signed off on it, right? So then what about the designer? Do they find um, certain things difficult when it comes to book covers? Uh, certainly, there are. there can be some difficult, uh, difficulties. Uh, the first thing, if the author doesn't complete the creative brief very well, okay. and then the designer just has to guess and read mind of the author, what did they mean by this and that? Especially for genres like um, uh, like fantasy or sci-fi, you know, it's a fictional word, world. So, uh, of course, if this universe is based on other famous like uni like world uh, fictional mm -hmm. world, then it's kind of like understandable what they mean. Right. But if the designer is just created this universe solely from the imagination then like please draw um, make these exotic plants or some like weapons which don't exist then yeah. how the designer know how it looks like then in this case um it help it's helpful when the author provides as many references as they have okay. so the designer have a better idea of this world the author has created 
Okay. And in fact, you, in these genres like uh, sci-fi or fantasy, it's common to have illustrations instead of photo manipulated covers because okay. it's kind of hard to, sometimes it's hard to uh, create this uh, detailed um, right. imaginary worlds. And for other genres, I would rather say that it may make it hard for the designer to provoke um, some feelings for, let's say, for horror cover the cover has mm. to bring like horror like feelings of yeah. horror for romance covers it has to be like um really like people have to feel like warm warm right yeah <laughs> like, like happily ever after yes yeah. and if these genres they don't resonate with the designer like personally maybe they will struggle to design the cover which will evoke these feelings uh in readers okay. uh, like even if they have like I don't know, tons of experience. They're like skilled graphic designers, artists. But if they don't feel, they don't know how to evoke these feelings, then maybe it's not good for them to work in the genre, which yeah. is absolutely okay because we all have our own preferences. And this is also why we have a team of designers that we can uh, have a wider specter of the um, services. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, no writer writes in every single genre, so it makes sense that people can't just design in every every genre as well. Um, so when when you are coming and you're filling out that form, you guys have quite a detailed form. So for every genre and for every author, would you recommend that they give as many details as they can um, in order to get, to make sure that the designer is um, understands, I guess, where they're coming from and what the story is about? Yes, I will definitely suggest it. When working with any, any designer, you just like, yeah, you have to give as many details as possible because um, normally designers for independent authors, they don't read the manuscripts. I guess you can find designers that do it, but it's like really rarely they that do it. That would be really rare, yeah. <laughs> Who has yeah. that time <laughs> to like be reading as they're designing that would... And and the price would be much higher for... Because oh, yeah. you have to pay for them, like reading the book and stuff. Um, but other in... um other scenarios designers work with creative brief so you really want to uh, make sure that they understand the the message of your book the key events the motifs that uh, are brought up in this book it will help them to create uh, the, the cover which will um, convey this message well yeah yeah absolutely yeah there, there's it's interesting because the the book cover as well, what I like about Mabel art is for my duology that the first one is coming up. I really, really liked what the designer came up with first, but no one that I asked understood what the genre was. And so I had to pass on that and ask them to, to create a new one. Um, so I find it, it what I really appreciate, uh, you know, along with everything else that I've already said is the the allowing me the time to sort of like decide like I love this cover I thought it was so pretty um it had like the boxing gloves because my my character has boxing but market research said like no one's going to pick up this book because they don't know 
what it is. And so I really appreciated the time that they gave and I appreciated the time that the designer put into like coming up with this super creative cover and then doing it all again <laughs> with me and, and like that communication back and forth. And I just think that it reiterates what you're saying, like how important the the communication is with them, how important their like creative design is and how quickly like the designer came up with something else, you know, and being more, and for me as the author to be more specific um, and sort of to change my communications. So what I thought was very specific in the beginning um, had to be changed because of market research, right? <laughs> so like yeah. as this goes through, you might have to like give even more information, which is good on the author, author's part. I just know as I talk to writers, um, a lot of writers hate writing up summaries about their books and hate writing like <laughs> information, but all of you writers out there, you are going to have to do it because it will help your book cover become the perfect cover. Um, so we talked about the, the mistakes and the difficulties that can come with cover designs, but I'm thinking as well. So I have quite a bit of experience living in Europe and what I have found has changed um, I don't know about Eastern Europe, but Western Europe, especially the book covers used to be very boring, like very bland. They were very much like um, one color, like almost block colors and just the title. It was really hard to see there. And I'm talking like 20 years ago. So probably when you were a kid, um, but that has changed quite often, like in, in the last few years. So do you guys see a big difference between the different countries that you probably work with different indie authors in? And can you talk to us a little bit about what people, authors might expect um, when it comes to selling in different countries? Yeah, of course. It's actually a very interesting topic because they indeed, there are some, uh, not researches, but articles uh, on the internet, how the US covers uh, differ from the Europe really? and other parts of the world. Yeah. And I mean, the main um, explanation is again, marketing and like what resonates with the, uh, with the people who live there because uh, the cultures are different, the habits and like, I don't know, everything is different. The style of clothing, what um, what news people uh, listen to, what they watch, what they listen to, everything uh, it creates the culture. So this is why the covers might be different. Mm -hmm. For example, if you say a dragon for American, they will, they will just think of this flying creature that breathes fire. But if you say a dragon for Chinese person, they will imagine totally different thing like yeah. this. Um, yeah, this like a snake, but uh, um, this is a dragon for them. So for the covers as well, you said the covers in Europe looked boring. I can I can just explain this that life in Europe is really stable. Mm. Like now I'm like I'm staying in Poland for my uh, second week here, and I just. It's so different from uh, other countries I went to. People just, yeah, I can describe it with just stability and everyone is so relaxed, just doing like, they, they're working, going home and stuff. And they're just like chilling, enjoying life. It's not so chaotic as other countries I've been to. So maybe this is why the covers are more re reserved. Right, right. And they're not so, uh, how to say this, like... Extra, not extravagant. I can't pick up the word. Sorry, my for my English. Yeah, that that might be. I, I, and American covers have become 
more detailed and more extra and like the genre has really started to differentiate themselves in the last I would say 15 years so the, like things have really changed in the US as well um I th also think like reading habits might be different in Europe where you can walk past a bookshop quite frequently <laughs> whereas an American has to drive to the bookshop and has like a specific amount of time that they're there like we're always you know have no time I don't know why we self-impose this you know we're constantly running around um and so maybe that also like we need to look at the cover and know right away and then buy it and then go home <laughs> I don't yeah, know I feel like we're stressed in America it's an interesting point actually and to add to this in Europe people use public transportation a lot and I see many of them also read books in the metro um like a lot of them so this is also could be the the reason why the covers are not so um, I would I wouldn't say not eye catching, but maybe a bit less uh, striking than the covers in the U.S. It's just people read maybe people read more books in Europe. Actually, I don't have a research on that. Uh, it's interesting yeah, to explore. Yeah, I don't know either. But it is interesting, and and I have seen some in Spain, especially they um, book covers used to be very difficult to differentiate, and now they're changing a little bit. Um, where like you can really tell the difference between romance historical fiction you can specifically tell it's more like photos more of the time right like the colors um and but fantasy is not as detailed i would say still like some covers um in the fantasy or the science fiction world in america are just they're gorgeous they're but they're very intricate <laughs> you know they're very like so so would would you advise American authors to use the same cover or would you advise them to possibly get different covers for the other markets? Uh, it, I think for the start, you have to focus on your uh, on the market in the U.S. if you are from the U.S. And if your book becomes uh, it gets more recognition, then you can consider changing the cover. However, I'm not sure if, if this is possible with the uh, Amazon uh, KDP because I was like researching this question as well. And I think it's uh, not possible to have uh, different covers for pay paperback and hardcover. Uh, it's only for ebook and uh, one print. Um, so I wouldn't say that this is the um, like good reason to have okay. two covers since you still want to want people to know that these two covers belong that they are from by the same author unless the author becomes really famous then they they can be in a, like a different edition of the book oh, which yeah. will market the another geographic geographical uh, location then it it would be possible okay all right so we don't have to think like too much about that pretty much we want to focus on our biggest market, I guess you would say, wherever yes. you're selling the most. Okay. Yes. All right. Very cool. And I'm sure like, I guess if you translate them, you have to translate the title most likely. I guess I haven't, I haven't gotten into that, but I would assume that you have to translate the title at some point if you're doing a different language. Yeah. Um, and you better to show it to native speakers as well. Not only yeah. using Google Translate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for, yes, please. Oh my gosh. That would be terrible. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's it would not, be funny. <laughs> yeah, like some people, um, I think it's about the movies as well. Like they were translating movies in different languages. And in some countries, the, the name is totally different from the original. Because for the local people, it means something completely, uh, it means something else. Yes, usually something vulgar. Which you have to be very careful about, right? Like, I think one of the most famous in America, at least when you're taking marketing classes, is the we have a car. It was a few years ago called Nova, you know, because Nova is a kind of star. Um, but in Spanish, it means it doesn't go. So no va, it doesn't go, uh -huh. <laughs> which is no good for a car, right? So uh, they just oh had gosh. to figure out that like whole marketing issue there. Um, so yes, definitely that you know, translations we could go into, but I would probably guess that once you've translated your book, that's a whole new ISBN number. And then you could change your cover at that point because it would be a new book if you wanted to. But like you had said before, mar like researching your market is probably a good idea. Even if you don't, you know, understand the language, like being able to go in and change and, and see the genres and see what is selling over there is probably your first first thing that you want to do, right? Yes, marketing research is very important, not only for a book cover, like in general, how you want to market your book. Because, um, of course, book cover can either break or, or make sales. This is the most the, the common saying. But marketing is uh, essential for successful book sales. Right. So you guys also do marketing. Um... Uh, what what is the word for it? So um, marketing, materials, like promotional images. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about what those are. Uh, they are just images that authors can put on their social medias or websites. So we design, uh, for example, cover reveal. It's okay. to like spike the interest in the audience. Like what the cover is going to be. Uh, it's for the author to create like the whole event, you know, yes. um, during the cover reveal. Uh, we also do um ban release banners which states when the book is going to be released uh a plus content for amazon to make okay. your selling page look prettier and uh, we do animated covers which is basically oh. a video of the um, cover in movement which is cool to upload for instagram story for example from time to time we also design bookmarks and uh add images, uh, banners for uh, Facebook groups or other social media groups. So, because uh, again, as your book cover is the main marketing tool, you should use it everywhere and, and uh, because it, it will attract people to, yeah. your to your book. Yeah, and that's nice to know because a lot of authors were overwhelmed with all of the marketing things you need to do. And you have tools like Canva, but that doesn't mean we know how to use them <laughs> like, or to use like the colors properly. You know, like I just find it amazing. My eye can't figure it out. Like the difference that a designer, a graphic designer can make in, in a post versus me is completely different. And it like just the colors, the fonts and all of that. Um, so it's that would be nice to be able to get that right with the with the book cover and everything. And then you don't have to worry about it. You can just upload it as much as you need to, I guess, um, especially yeah. with A plus content, like a lot of people have told like have said, do not do A plus content unless you know how to do it. So <laughs> if you guys need A-plus content, probably contact Mibble Art because I have not done it. I might have to do it with you guys. B 
because I've been told like five times, don't do it. It will actually ruin your book sales if you do it poorly. I don't know yeah. what you think about that. And the reason to this is when people see uh, not quality in the work you show them, they will associate this quality with your story, with your writing. So this is very important to everything look as presentable as it can be professional. So people will get the level, like the idea of the quality you offer to them. Right. Ooh, that's true. I wouldn't want my graphic design efforts to, to be equal to my writing because that's definitely not, not what I want to invoke on people. Um, so when, when we're, we're coming up with our book cover, I have changed my book covers several times, especially with one particular book. Um, when, when do you think an author has to start thinking about the changes in styles and fashion of the, the book industry? Like, do we have to think about changing our book covers? Do we not? What are what are your thoughts on that? Um, uh, yes. Um, so answer, for yes. the cover, <laughs> yeah, they they should think about that. Uh, and I can see two bases when they can uh consider doing the book. Okay. Let's say cover refresh. One is if uh, the cover doesn't show any sales. Mm. And um, I mean, it's not necessarily the cover, of course, maybe some they, the author or their their team failed in marketing or something wrong with the formatting or something. Uh, but since the cover is the main marketing tool, it can be the cause. So the author mm -hmm. has to uh, think uh, again about target audience doesn't resonate with them. And does the message is the message well read by the audience doesn't convey the genre. Uh, if they post this uh, cover for the feedback, what is the feedback of the people? So they have to analyze it and always look at the numbers of sales. And uh, then if the numbers are not good and they get a lot of negative feedback, maybe they can reconsider or change the cover. And another thing is when the cover becomes outdated, okay. it's just like, it, it's a great cover, but it served its purpose because we are mm. living in a world world which is constantly changing and we need to always adapt, uh, apply new, uh, get new strategies. Uh, then also the they can be a possibility of a cover redesign. If the author, for example, follows some, um, uh, follows the path of their peers, for example, people mm -hmm. who write in the similar genre, they have the same target audience. They just... Um, if they see what they do, they see what is going on, like in self-publishing world, what they see on the bookshelves, then uh, they might also consider doing redesign. I mean, of course, they can always ask for professional opinion if they have some friends, uh, book cover designers, or they contact name alert, we can yes. suggest uh, if it's necessary or not. Um, so basically, yeah, like there yeah. are two reasons. Yeah, I have seen quite a few books um especially in the romance world copy ish <laughs> colleen hoover's books book covers at the moment and i just wonder how long that will last because obviously they're trying to catch the eye of somebody who liked colleen hoover and now you know they will try this book um so that's always a gamble right like if you're gonna follow a trend um and 
how long it will last, I guess. You also have to think about Amazon and how they will change their rules. And romance used to have like, especially in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, like the the man would be would always have his bare chest. I don't know why. It's very strange because it's like Victorian historical romance and the man with no shirt on. It's very unhistorically correct, <laughs> right? But but then um, it got a little bit sexier and then Amazon sort of changed their rules on that. And then all the poor romance writers had to change their covers. So you just have to keep up, I guess, with the times. And you guys also, though, have a newsletter that goes out and it, you guys talk a lot about um, covers and what authors should look for. You guys have a lot of tips um, about that. Yeah. So I, we will have the links in the show notes where people can go and um, and get on that newsletter because it's interesting that you guys that you guys have a newsletter. I'm always talking to authors to get their newsletter. So thank you. <laughs> well, this is also one um, one of the reasons why I love this company is because we also we not only uh, offer the service, we also take a big part in educating people about book covers. As you mentioned, our newsletter, we also recently launched Nibble Academy. Uh, okay. You can see it like in the Hadernow website. They um, there we publish some freebies and email courses. We co we also cooperate with other uh, author services providers or influencers in the book publishing world. So we like try to generate this educational content. And this is also like why I'm here to talk about the covers. And I hope it's useful for yeah. pe uh, people to know. <laughs> yeah, these absolutely, absolutely. Like this is. I think book covers um, are one of the places where authors should invest their money, right? Like there are there are things that we can do for free, um, but this is a place that, like you have said a few times, like it is your marketing tool. It's your first stop where your reader sees that, and then they have to pick that book up to to read the the back or click on it online to you know read the summary. Um, so. What are the different offers that Mibble Art has um, as far as like what it might cost an author to invest in getting um, an ebook or a book cover or a hardback cover? We have uh, several packages. Uh, the first, um, the different kind of services. The mm -hmm. first one is for the manipulated covers that is created out of stock images, and uh, it costs uh, 150 US dollars for an ebook. And two hundred uh, USD dollars for um, ebook plus print. Um, other kind of covers, they're illustrated covers. Okay. Uh, it's either two hundred dollars for vector illustration, which is like common for rom com and those uh, cozy mystery books, uh, or th from three hundred eighty dollars for getting and like illustrated uh, artwork uh, from from our artists. And we also launched a premium package a couple of years ago. Uh, it's $700, but it includes two concepts and more like more heavy photo manipulation, uh, 3D uh, modeling, some digital wow. drawing. So it's kind of a upgrade of our best-selling yeah. um, photo manipulated uh, package. Oh, wow. Th that one might be especially interesting for people who have fans and couple series right where they want to sort of add new things new additions and wow 
I did not know about that. I don't write in those genres, so I don't have to do yeah. that. But I, I have to say, like, I have, I found the investment for Mibble Art and the way that you guys work, I'm so pleased with. Um, but I think it, it's, it's very doable. Like your, your prices are not unattainable. Like, I think in the world of all the things we feel like we have to pay for, um, I think your prices are very spot on and very attainable for most authors. Oh, thank and you. <laughs> I really like how you guys work. Um, but you guys also, you also said that you do book formatting. So is that like where you take the raw manuscript and you put it in and you format it to the entire, like the chapters and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. We have a formatter in the team. Um, so we also provide the service interior formatting. Okay. And also we have a discount if you order interior formatting along with book cover for the for the manipulated book cover you get the fifteen percent discount for the cover. That might be worth it for people who don't because I didn't know this. I should have checked this before. It takes a long time to format a book, y'all. If you haven't done it yet, it's it. We're talking like time that you could be writing. Yeah, <laughs> that right. You don't like... have to be formatting, and so many little things can go wrong on your formatting. I've heard many, many different horror stories. So so just with formatting, what do people need to know? They just need the manuscript and what size the book would be or what, what else? Yeah, like they need to tell us the publishing platform. They're going to okay. upload uh, the book. So then we can begin working. Um, by the way, I forgot to say that mm -hmm. for, for, for the manipulated book covers, we don't require any deposits. So authors can just come. Uh, place the order for zero dollars and complete the creative brief and wait for the cover concept to be ready. But for interior interior formatting, we require a deposit. However, it's a hundred percent refundable, so you are not losing anything. Okay, oh, that's interesting. And for the for the interior, so I've seen some books um, where people, especially I think fantasy as well, are doing like. Um, like the black and white, I guess, photos or something, some sort of illustration. Like chapter <laughs> headers? Yes, chapter headers. That's what we're talking. So do you guys do those as well? Yeah, yeah, we do this. Oh, this is very interesting. The book world is changing. I cannot <laughs> imagine that having happened. Although I guess when you were a kid, you would always look for the illustration, right? Like the one yeah. one illustration <laughs> in the book. So we're bringing back the illustration. The, the chapter headers are very cool. Oh, yeah, again, they like... Go they ahead. help to uh, like immerse the reader in the universe better yeah. and uh, it just like looks like more authentic unique i guess yeah very it, i mean it's very cool and it, it would be a fun thing to do especially for maybe a special edition um and if you don't have to do it yourself writers it's so much better i know that we're not all made of money but there are sometimes good exchanges between money <laughs> and your time writing and if you need um Again, formatting can take a lot of time and you can actually uh, make mistakes. So I sometimes think a third party, you know, somebody outside of your work is better to do it because they're going to be, interestingly enough, more careful with your work than you will be yourself, which is weird because I know so many indie authors that have mistakenly uploaded double chapters. I'm not going to name any names here, <laughs> me especially. Um, and I don't know how it happens. Honestly, I do not know how it happens. I guess the, who knows? I have no idea. I just know I got an email from someone being like, I think there's a double chapter in your book. 
that's always fun to get. Um, so we're going to recommend Mibble Art for formatting as well. Um, and we will have the links in the show notes below. Uh, is there any any other tip that you would like to leave with the writers um, before we we close out the interview? Uh, I would like to say that if you um, if you contact me, I can give you some discount for photo manipulated covers, Ooh. which cost two hundred dollars in our in our company so uh, and also i would really appreciate if you let if you listen to this podcast let me know how was it i love feedback both positive and <laughs> constructive negative <laughs> so you're welcome and if you have any questions about the covers i'm always happy to like um make things more clear for you and uh, consult you if you need help with the cover idea or cover feedback yeah so welcome it, because you get to see all of the behind the scenes, right? So you've probably seen more photo, uh, more book covers than even writers have seen, because most yeah, writers I are mean, just I in see, their den. <laughs> I see them daily everywhere. Also, I have some background in graphic design, so um, this is like this is really helps me in my job. I'm not a designer myself, but to be honest, like our designers are amazing. They have so much patience. I like I don't understand how they do it. I don't either, but I really appreciate how they do it <laughs> and how yeah. you guys have that knowledge um, between the fonts. Like I've even asked uh, my project manager questions about fonts. Like, I don't know, like I really, here's what I've seen and what do you think about the font and what do you think about this and her coming back and giving me advice. So you guys, um, I like the open, like the open conversation, you know, where I can ask questions because writers are not always experts but you guys are more the experts on the on the book cover so we will have your um social media links below in the show notes um so you guys can follow katya and you can ask her um questions and for mibble art as well just watching the different book covers that mibble art comes out with is really fun as well it might give you help you with your cover research um so thank you so much katya for coming on and talking to us Thank you for hosting this um, podcast.